soundtracked a whole episode in an hour. I did. I, I had the score just level on 30, and I did it all. I lost it after three hours. And then, and then I redid it in one, in hour, one hour. With no compromises, no changing of score. I don't remember everything. It was yep. pretty cool. But anyway, so... Um, um, this scene, this scene, so, because we were talking about what's going on in this scene, so, yay, the lady has Excalibur back. I like this scene, though, because I like the fact that Noir seems to think that the lady is using Natalie, which, you know, to be fair, it was gods, in the beginning. gods do have a tendency to do that, well, and, it wasn't and she like was that in the, the beginning. beginning, but, you know, clearly, it's really not anymore, but not he's just, like this. I really like this scene, because it's, it, like I said, it's the side of Noir, no one has really seen yet. We sort of hinted at it a little bit in 24, and, and while she was in her coma, but this is more, I guess, overt. That's the word for it. Poor Noir, I just want to hug you. You're so adorable. And tortured, because I'm meeting my characters. Win! <clears throat> so. Oh, this is cool. I'm using the original piece of music I used uh, the first, like the first time the lady transformed. Yes, you are. Like in twenty. So, because I have, I mean, we all know this. I have specific themes for a lot of my characters and a lot of scenarios, and this is one of the ones that I've been waiting to use for a while. But I can't because, or hadn't, because I had her in a coma. <laughs> well, my own stupid fault. Well, you know, sometimes <laughs> you just gotta put characters in comas. Much better. Well, it's Avalon, so I kind of expect that. At least they're not dead. Just from That's true. Alone. Yet. I guess all those sit-ups pay Talk off. Talk to Roxy. Okay. <laughs> Are you kidding? Oh, look, there's I my mom. Do armchair Hi, Dr. Before. Matthews. I forgot she's in this episode. Want to consider it for the future? That's probably because you had her record these lines like a year ago. I did. I, she recorded all season three at once. Like That was while I was working on season two. But was it like last July? Yeah. Also, also, it's really nice to to um he to hear because here's the funny thing. So I know my mother's voice, right? And I can recognize her in any conversation. Doctor Matthews is the only time I tend to forget that it's my mom, and I think she's Doctor Matthews because Doctor Matthews is like that important character in my head. Yeah, for the history of the show. plan this, I'm sure. How close do you need to get this? I just love how my how my mom sounds like your classic English teacher. With that, with that, you know, like, I expect her to be doing Reading Rainbow. <laughs> like, it's just really, like, kids show friendly. I don't know what Avalon it is. in the sky. <laughs> I can fly twice as high. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. And everything you do. This won't be easy. We have no idea. Oh, this scene. Oh, this scene. Oh, it's coming. It's coming, folks. I'm actually really proud of this. Like, not like, okay, so it's obviously torturous and horrible and miserable what I'm about to do. But Kat's proud of it! I'm proud of it, goddammit! But, um... <laughs> but no, just... This... The sequence that's about to happen with... With, uh, with Sam... I'm just... It's really... I, I had your help with this one. Because it, it was bugging me, because... You know he's got her in his he's got he's got her by the throat and all this stuff's going on but I just could not it did not sound right so I asked you for help with with the sounds of someone struggling so you grabbed my leather yeah. jacket and you did cloth pulling this was so long ago like I couldn't figure out if you were talking about I helped you with the script or if I helped you with the mixing and then you started yeah, no. I'm like oh yeah because she was like I just can't find it I've been searching for like 30 minutes in my sound booth and I just can't find it I'm like Catherine. She's like, what? 
I'm like, hand me your jacket. <laughs> Turn on Audacity. Start recording. Oh, Gina. It's one of the. It's one of the more. I want to say this is going to be one of the more memorable moments of the show. Like, I'd like to think that people are going to remember this going forward. Yeah. Um, cause I, I think, think they just, will. I think it's just so evocative. Because it's terrifying. And it's heart-wrenching. And it is. It's absolutely heart-wrenching. Because In fact, you I get to, to use my favorite... together in happy and, ways. And I get to use my, my theme for, for Exodus and Avalon that is unhappy. No. Yes, you do. And it just it works so well. <laughs> and then Nord goes and pops him over the head with a lamp. Thank you. You get you get extra XP for ingenuity. I believe that's called the variation bonus in Arkham City. <laughs> Too much Arkham City. Catherine. I know. I played it for three hours today. That was actually longer. I made okay. it through five episodes. Of, oh, so it was like yeah, four stars. hours. Okay. Oh, Gina. <laughs> I put her through hell. Yes, but it's do. character building, goddammit! <laughs> and that makes all the difference. It does. It truly does. Just remember, <laughs> kids, it's okay to put your characters through hell, as long as it's character building. Yes. If you're doing it for no reason, then you have gone to the Sherlock Holmes 2 School oh, of Writing. Oh. oh. Anyway! Jeez. Violated now. Also, I love this scene. I love this scene so much. I could have been mean, you know. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love this scene for so many reasons. I re I have to say, Chris and Megan have done a great job with these scenes, with the scenes in this episode. And I adore because, them. And they're quite fun, and I really, I really do adore them. But they're both. I love Adelwolfa. I love absolutely love Megan playing Adelwolfa, and and Chris. I mean, from the get go, we've loved him as Tim, and he's done an amazing job with this character, but. I just love this whole sequence where they're bickering like an old married couple over over the fact that she turned into a wolf and was sniffing him for his pet. And he's just like, I don't even know what to do right now. Oh, good. Because this whole thing is a little weird for all of us. Okay, Julian. You Deep can go cry bitch tears in the corner, it's fine. At this point, I'm just still so mean to him. You really are. Well, he's been a jerk for two seasons. I think I'm allowed. What's next? Mm. Next part's all me. I'm going to track mm. Calhoun down, the guy who nabbed Carrie, and I'm going to get Calhoun! If you guys have been paying attention to the voice of Freedom, you know way more about Calhoun than the audience does. Oh, Calhoun. I can't think about Calhoun anymore, and I can't talk about why I can't think about Calhoun anymore. <laughs> No, well, yeah, he's he's not really in this episode. He's in it for a little bit towards the end, but most of his good stuff is later. I don't know how you do it, Kat, because, like, I always want to talk about stuff that I know about the show, and I can't, except for to you, and you already know all the stuff that I know about the show, and the spoilers kill me. Uh, it's because I enjoy keeping secrets, whereas you are that person who will go take the time to unwrap all your Christmas gifts and then rewrap them. Yes. Right before Christmas. Yes. <laughs> See? And you're the person who tells me, I have a surprise for you, but you I want to tell you what it is. Do you want to know what it is? And yes. I'll go, no, I can wait. And you're like, damn it! No, you can't wait. I want to tell you what it is right now. I am that person. I'm the person. I got you a present. It's a flaw. <laughs> yes, you are. You'll be fine by the time you go to bed, though. Which I'm the kind of person, I'm like, well, then why the hell do you even bother wrapping?
confident if you were going to tell me what it was. Or Jaina, for that matter. Sam's passed out in my bed. Heyo! Oh, if only it was for good reasons. He should be coming around in a little while. Oh, thus begins the season of people dancing around very important subjects. Although, to be fair, they sort of were dancing around it last season, too, but it didn't start to like the middle of last season. Not until after Sam got shot. I particularly care for. Ah, I... I am sorry about the mess, though. Don't be. Little brat kicked me. This is one of my favorite lines. In the solar plexus. <laughs> Little kicked me, Lilik, in the solar plexus. To what he should have gotten. Well, kind of glad he's unconscious right now. I've never seen him so out of control like that. No. Well, I healed him in Oh, so much stuff involving Doctor Matthews now. that I can't talk about right now. First put on him was slightly different from <sighs> so I wasn't able to leave him with the ability to turn back into a dog at will. Okay, now, now, apparently, according to our cast, well, they're naked, so they're contributing they have to talk to each other. No, that's true. They have no they have no collars on. They're three times as loud when they have no collars on. Sort of. Sort of. Well, I'm not sure how okay someone is when you wake up to realize you nearly killed your... your partner. Right. That and... you know, Asara being back. I was... you know, it's funny, I wrote this episode, obviously, because oh, I wrote them all, but every time I get to the this sequence, I expect Anwar to be kind of like, Could everybody just please drop it? Can we not talk about Asara ever, ever, ever again? people I cared about come back like this. I just hope she'd be spared that. It's not as if anyone wanted this to happen. Yes, yes, they did, Anwar. The bad guys wanted this to happen. As if getting rid of our best friend wasn't enough. Been really handling you should put down that book and actually yeah, talk to me during this commentary you know, because I, I don't know listening. what to talk about. But I'm listening to the episode as the thing. That's not helpful, though. They want us to talk about the episode. And Z? But I think that this part kind of talks for itself. That's true. It's kind of explanatory. That's the thing. It's so what's the okay? So then what's the piece of music? Ah! You don't know this stuff. Why oh, but it's Zero Project. I know that much. It's part of my. It's part of his fairy tale stuff. There you go. So use a lot of that. See, now I'm being helpful. I'm just not You're only, like, mildly helpful right now. I'm only mildly helpful anytime. I thought you I thought after five years you would know <laughs> I should. Ooh. Oh! Oh, this scene! Oh! Oh! This scene! I need to go take a shower. Uh. I wrote it, too. Hmm. What do you think they are doing, folks? Your injuries were quite severe, and you do know how much... Macrame! Macrame! <laughs> they were making a papier-mâché music box. <laughs> They're sheets. They were playing ghosts! <laughs> I'm trying to make you spit water. <laughs> you almost you did. Yeah! The sword can be rewound. No, this is a fun scene, because in the SFX queue it says, Asara and Obsidian are in bed. I'm, and then I, and I was like, e and, I, and then I was like, that's hot. I mean, ew. And Chris Britton read it, and he just died. Only use your past to avenge the wrongs done to you by your so-called friends. Revenge. I'll be honest, though. I think Chris has just been waiting for the opportunity to do a scene like this for a long time. Yes. Yes. I think that's a good. I think that Chris like. 
he sits there and goes, you must want, me I want a sex scene. Come on. Come on. But you're not, never going to get that. This is a television show. I don't know what he thinks he's going to get here. He has that sexy voice that he never gets to use for anything. It's true. But he gets to use it all the time as Obsidian. The scene, though. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, folks, this is actually, okay, in all seriousness, this is actually a very important scene. Um, because as you listened just uh, just now during the scene, um, there's something wrong with, with Evil of Sorrow. It's not as uh, it's not as foolproof as Obsidian would like everyone to believe. So what will that mean? Stay tuned, folks. Same Avalon time, same Avalon channel. How many, wait, we how have many like another fifteen minutes of episode. Ah, I was about to say, how many months do they gotta wait for that little bit of nugget of joy? Oh god, that it, it's gonna come out over the next five episodes. I mean, it's like five over, months over, over time. You, you know, five episodes is nothing for us. No, because you're that <laughs> far ahead. Okay, not that far. No, Hi, you almost that far. So how creepy was the scene to do? I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. Oh. I seem to recall giving you a take where I did the entire scene from start to finish. Yes. All one reading. Yep, you did. I think I did that twice, and then you didn't use it. So frustrating. <laughs> no, I used parts of it. Okay. I just didn't use all of it. it you know what the scene reminds me of? The confront, the, the uh, confrontation scene at the end of Jekyll and Hyde the musical. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't Damn, even think now about that. it's over. Hyde, time to die. No, not I, only no. you. Thank yes. you for that. Go away. It I might was, be my favorite piece of Chad's Salvato music ever because it has been so well used for the sequence alone. of what's been happening to, to Layla slash Lilith. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the hardest thing about this was swapping accents and keeping them in order. Yeah. Oh no, not crazy. Because they're yeah. so different. They, they are, they're very different. And it's not even the same register for you, you know? Lilith is so much higher and Layla's closer to your normal range. On a on a uh, on a director kind of level, this was a really fun scene to do because you went from, you know, Lilith sounding like she's everywhere to suddenly you realize she's really talking. She's talking, yeah. Well, you know, it, this is the first time that the audience has ever heard Lilith's voice on the mortal plane with no echo. Yeah. When she when she was mortal body. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of cool because. There are aspects to your voice that are different that you kind of don't hear when you have an echo on. So it's yeah. really kind of cool. And then, oh, this scene! Oh my gosh, just the way it ends. Like the music was perfectly timed. Everything worked the way I wanted it to. I will admit, it was really nice to do the cackle again. You've missed it, haven't you? I missed it a lot. <laughs> it is kind of creepy hearing you do that cackle, though. I know I'll be fine tonight, but I'd be lying if I said I was happy about this. I understand, Lilith. I know you never liked what Asora had to do with Avalon. Talk about yeah, let's not talk about the past, because, you know, Cat's mean, and Cat doesn't want to actually tell you anything about the past. <laughs> well, okay, to be fair, people kept saying they want to know more, they wanted to know more about Asora. They wanted to hear more about Asora, and I kept telling everybody for a freaking year and a half to be careful what they wished for. And then season three happened. <laughs> I said you get more Asara. I didn't say how. <laughs> I think that wasn't what they meant, though, babe. Really? 
Yeah. I don't know. I felt they did an awesome job of giving them what they asked for. Don't like what? It was just a different this, interpretation. Uh, this sick feeling in my <laughs> So you told the truth from a certain point of view, we won. <laughs> no, I, I see this more as a stretch as, as opposed to loose interpretation of the Constitution. I'll take care of the plague. There's an amendment somewhere that says I can do this. I'm worried. It's right, right underneath corporate personhood. Oh. <laughs> so is there a Supreme Court president case? Yes. You need to quote it for me right now. No. <laughs> None of that. You're not a cat anymore. You're who you're supposed to be. Oh, this scene! Okay! Chris Hackney, you're welcome. That's all I gotta say. Wait, is you, this that scene? You asked me when this scene was gonna come out for months and months and months and months and months and months. And months, and months and is this that the scene. massage? This is the massage. It's happening right now. <laughs> so, folks, I have to share with you the funniness of this scene. So, I wrote this scene, like, ages ago. I mean, it's been in the scripts for years, because I, I, I had written season three two years ago. And, as you guys know, Chris was the first person on the show I ever cast. I actually cast him before I cast Laura. Um, and he's been amazing as noir. Never failed. And he got this script in advance, way in advance, just to read. And <laughs> ever since then, I've been getting asked horribly, horribly filthy questions from Chris involving kittens. And on top of that, he was, like, excited. Like, he was, like, excited that this scene was going to come out. He's like, I can't wait till this episode comes out. He gave me, like, five Oh, my God, yes. Some of which were filthy and could not be used, but it was hilarious. Let's just say there were there was many a non PG thirteen word dropped oh, in yes, some of those takes, and it was awesome. But not to cheapen what is actually a very wonderful moment for the characters, but um, it is a physical moment. I mean, it's it's not a romantic one so much as it is a lustful uh, no. moment or sensual moment. Maybe that's what it and then Sam is in pain because you know he's had the crap beat out of him. Coming off of that scene. <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't even think about that. Because I wasn't quite paying attention to the fact there was a scene change there. <laughs> and I thought Noir was having a bit too much. Oh. No, but it's just Sam, and he never gets to have fun. No, I torture Sam in my closet, no less. Seth David. I do. My memory's back, but it's in pieces. <laughs> oh, this scene. Oh, my God. I you that this I this is the other, like, originally I when I wrote this well, episode, you know, you or this, this part of the season, my top ten the part where he attacked her was the end of episode 26. Yeah. You heard me. So you didn't you hear any of the resolution until 27, and, and all of this is what happened. I just couldn't compare. And it was horrible because, running around right now. you know, I, I made people oh, wait a month, please, and... You and it ends with, with this happened, horrible, that's how you, got into this mess in you know, the, first place. the way it ends Silly in this episode. But it's a moment of, of, of I guess, no, I would never, say it's I, a bit of backsliding on Jaina's part. Yeah. It's a little bit of backsliding, but I also think it's it's also her putting up walls because of stuff. Is it Figure it out. Now, Sam? I think it's not that hard to figure no. out now. Oh, do you need I, think proof? I think it's becoming clearer Take and clearer. A look. It's pretty clear at this point, I think. Bruises. Stop it. You know, I one day he'll give her bruises you and know she that won't lie. Whoa! I don't know. 
I wouldn't say spoilers, but you have absolutely no evidence to back that claim up. No, I have none whatsoever. I'm just saying, I'm I'm being the Todd. You are, you're being the Todd. I'm being the Todd. Should there be like a high five in all? Inappropriate high five. Sam, of all the things you should do, I don't think getting out of bed while you're injured is one of them. You're not going to listen to me while I'm lying down. I'd like to at least face you. Oh, don't be so immature. Also, this piece of music is bed. one of my... Oddly <laughs> enough, it is a quintessential Sam theme. I haven't been up five it's minutes. One of the few times, it's one of the few songs Just that is dedicated back to in Sam. Bed, Sam. No. If you're going to read me out for things I said or did while I have no memory of you, and, and therefore so most likely did not mean, especially that... Oddly enough, it's from the same suite of music that Julian and Tanya's themes from. No. Really? The Disabled Emotions suite from Zero Project has six different parts. This is like part six or five, and Julian's is part one. You're such an asshole. Why? Because I'm sick of hearing you yell at me. As far as I know, Jaina, it's like watching through someone else's eyes. Because I'm Jaina, so what I want goes... Except you did. If I'd known what I was doing, I never would have oh tried God, to strangle you. Oh God, this is a part of the That's argument where this is about. Oh. Then the cats are contributing apparently because we're not talking enough. You were the only one that could have helped me. Would have helped me. Oh, that was really cute. You went yeah, off on your own. Hey, you you didn't tell me start. anything. And when I saw you again, you had no idea who oh. I was. How could I not be hurt? I actually. Like, it was really, like, really cathartic to write this scene. And you know what? This scene, I think, really shows how much Jaina has grown up because a year ago, she wouldn't have talked about this. No, she would have just shut him out. The way she did at the beginning of the season. So the fact that she's even discussing this. Yeah. Albeit angrily and making the wrong conclusion that somehow they're not friends as a result. But this is definitely a much more positive. This is the first time she's ever had anybody in her life be brain controlled like that and have their. That's true, you know? That kind of stuff happens a lot to superheroes. Yeah. She's so new. This is her first time. Yeah, no, I think you're right. She hasn't learned to take. the, Oh, you got starrowed on the chin. I mean, it's a trope, but if you're not. If you haven't experienced the trope, yeah. because if you're a hero, then, then yeah, it's it's not very trope-like at the time. And I'm sure the first <clears> time <throat> that Superman got red cade and Lois was like, The fuck? The yeah. fuck, Clara? The fuck? I'm sure she went and stayed with the general for a couple of weeks. Yeah! And and then, you know, the second and third time it happened, she's like, Yeah. And then, you know, after that, she's like, It's okay, honey, it's just red cage. By the way, beautiful simultaneously speaking there. I don't remember how I did this. Did you make me re-record over? Um, I made you re-record one because you had done, you had done. Oh, that's right, because I did it standing behind you, listening to yeah, the headphones. Because I had to pick a take, and I was like, here, do me a favor and overlay this particular take, and it just, it was so perfect. But this music is so awesome. This is officially one of my established little themes. But I love this. I love this song and I love this scene from this show. In the music, yeah, yeah in, the, in, the, in the 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 rock opera. This is Chad Savada. Yeah, and it's from Vampires. Yep. This one's Black Thunder, which is. Now. Oh, I think it's one of the one that, that has Mindy's character. In it. Yeah. I've got so much to do. Mindy would know. Speaking of Mindy, she's about to speak in about ten seconds. Yes, I just remembered she she's a Mindy. 
What a very, convenient very, very interesting character that no one has heard of until now. The mysterious now. woman who makes me very angry. Who's just called Mysterious Woman. Yeah. For now. That's all you're going to We were get. lazy and we didn't come up with a name for her. Yes, sir. Okay, sir. Than your personal vendettas, Lilith. I gave you that body. I can take it away. You would do well to remember that. Oh, she does such an awesome, but this, awesome job with this role. She does such an awesome with this role, apparently. That's what I was gonna say. Not a job. She's just an awesome. <laughs> like a hot dog. <laughs> she doesn't need verbs. She just needs the adjectives. Wouldn't job be a noun in this case? Oh yeah, it would. She doesn't need nouns. She just needs adjectives, apparently. Yeah. Chris needs uh, schooling in English, apparently. Hey, that was my minor. Too. <laughs> oh, ten years. Ten years. <laughs> I've forgotten everything. That's alright. Oh, I love that music, though. It works so well with everything. So many interesting things that are being set up in this season. And a lot of them are for your storyline, but we can't really talk about them yet. No, we can't. And that's why I'm like, I can't talk about anything when Lilith comes on. I've been doing this. This is my third one to do now, and I haven't been able to talk about anything when Lilith's on the screen. Because I know too much. We can talk about how awkward that was just now. Yes, we can. With Jane of walking in angry as all hell, but we don't know what Natalie and Noir were doing. They was making out, folks. I don't know about that. I don't think so. Nah. The implication is that she interrupts them about two seconds after they was making out. Okay. They never made out! <laughs> Nothing happened! Well, in my head, they made out. That's because you're just hopeful. Him and call things off. It doesn't work like that. I have a plague to stop. That's because you're like, like me, and you ship fall. people ridiculously to the point where if there is a scene transition, oh well, then shipping happened in that in the middle of that scene. Because I'm a constant. I'm Try again. <laughs> Quick smile. Raise your hands and say a simple sentence. This is a simple sentence. which means that that kind of stuff never actually gets done in the comic book. It happens between issues, so you have to infer what happens. Right. <laughs> and now we're gone. I'm sorry, folks. What? Calhoun's a lot of things. Oh, oh, okay, wait, no. I can focus because I need to talk about this. So the piece of music that's playing behind right yes. them right now. This is by our very own Panda. Yay, Panda! And Panda, okay, so so here's the story about this, folks, because I, I do want to talk about this. So Panda has been composing music, obviously, for a long time. We all know this. And and he had mentioned his stuff on Defiant, and, and, and I had had some, some cues he had written, like 30-second cues, but I've never had a chance to use them. Well, um, I was getting ready to work on this particular... Uh, this episode, and... No, actually, it was before I actually started working on it. It was before you started I, I, I knew what I needed to do, though, for the scope of the yeah. whole storyline. And so, I, uh... Panda had mentioned something about, uh, his music and wanting to compose. And so I immediately, like, tweeted at him, would you be interested in making something for me? And we talked offline, and, um... And, and I only told him the name of the, Which character... I needed this music for. 
Keep her here. I didn't tell him, and I told him a little bit about like like what kind of a demon it was. That's all I told him. And he came up with this amazing demon, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And it is, it is. You're gonna hear it again, folks. Um, not for a little while. No. Um, just because of the the, the storyline that's happening yeah. right now. But you will hear it again. And you will hear it often. Holy but, um, God damn it! How'd you get in here? It's such a pretty, pretty piece of music to the point where I I gave Panda these three these three episodes to listen to like 25, 27, 27. Early, he didn't even realize it was in the episode. He just so swept up in the scene. Well, and we didn't really talk about it, but the scene that just happened is incredibly yeah, it important. Is super important. Though. But you don't know why, and we can't talk about it. So, hmm. Welcome to the welcome to Avalon, Chris. Things just oh happen, God. and people just. <laughs> See, folks, you've been used to hearing my vague, cryptic commentaries for for 24 months. I am I am accustomed and used to, and and actually quite content with being vague and cryptic. Kristen, on the other hand, it's like watching her try to staple her mouth shut. It is hilarious. I think that would be less painful. <laughs> because the stuff that just happened... I, I had to like, make sure I wished you a Okay, this is, this, is, this is what happened. Oh, sorry, that um, last line was just so Tim, sweet. Tim, you're such Tim, an awesome brother! You're like the best character I've written so far. And I haven't actually written you yet. No, I wrote those scenes. But, but okay. I came up with them. You did. No, you came up with no, them. No, but like the stuff that just happened in that scene. Episode. This scene's also amazing. Episode too. like 40 is going to hit 40 uh, through. No, no, it's like 43 or 44. Yeah. And you are going to realize what we did. Well, to be fair, between 40 and 42 those first three episodes of that particular arc of the season, you'll see a lot of stuff that's a setup in seasons two and three. Yeah. But the way it all comes together, I can guarantee you, you are not expecting. Yeah. Because I, a lot of stuff, I have not left clues for at all. And I want you guys to be pleasantly surprised. I think you will. So. Oh my gosh, okay, so this scene. This is one of those scenes where it's not that long a scene, but it just comes out so perfectly. And the piece of music is a Kevin McLeod piece that, oh my god, I love. And I want to keep using it, and I don't have anywhere to use it yet. But, it was really fun to watch, okay. Drink it, folks. See what happens when the lady uses her powers. This is kind of nice, though, because it's showing that she's starting to gain control. Yes. <laughs> A little. Well, she, um, <clears throat> she is powerful. Yeah. She has control. I think that the other thing is, is that, you know, when, when episode 23 came out and Excalibur happened, it's the first time she's ever pulled Excalibur. Yeah. And it's the first time that they are truly unified as goddess and vessel. Yeah. And so this is the first occasion you get to see Natalie be the one in charge, yep. choosing to do things and utilizing the goddess's power yep. to do that. So it was really an interesting scene to write, and it shows that she is very powerful. Yeah. I mean, she just and ended the I mean, plague for the a, entire city. That's an insanely important scene, too. It is. It for is. later on. For later on. For, for, for a lot of stuff. I would think for 30 and 31. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. If she didn't have that... Yeah. 30 and 31 would have would gone end very differently. Very differently. Yeah. But not that well. Shh! Ninjas! Attack! Ah! 
<laughs> anyway, so, okay, so here we are at the end of the episode. Oh, my God! Wow! So, next month, we should have Mr. Britton with us. Uh, yes. So, the three of us should be commentating from now on together, which will be kind of fun. Not kind of, it will be fun. It just will be a scheduling nightmare. As noir. A little bit. A little, a little too bad. Because we live in the same Hall, location, so it's Lady much easier. Yes. But, um, <clears throat> anyway. So, yes. So, here we are at the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this three-parter just to open the Kristen season and close up some storylines from season two while also adding new, you know, setting up everything for seasons Prince three and beyond. Um, <clears throat> let me know what you think. I am, I crave feedback. Arthur. I really do. So, um, but I, I really like positive feedback. I'll be honest. As I mean, Timothy I'll, I'll take the negative feedback, but the Leading positive feedback makes me feel all warm and squishy inside and wants, makes Mindy me want to keep mixing. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, Catherine so Pride if you would like to let me know what you think, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Genesis Avalon. You can email me at kat at pendantaudio.com. You can go ahead and check us out on the website and leave a comment there. You can go to pendantaudio.com slash FAQ. I think it's FAQ.php. And I'm Black pretty sure there's the comment form there. Yeah. If not, spelunk around the website. Check out some of other stuff. And I guarantee Brian you, you will, you will like something. Um, also, you can check Kevin us out on the McCann. Yahoo groups at www.groups.yahoo.com slash groups slash pendant. And leave us a comment there. And uh, <clears throat> also, you can follow Chris on Twitter. Hi. And uh, she's at Kristen Bates. Um, I make it easy. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty easy, too. Mine's the name of my show. That's true. And if you have any negative comments, apparently you're still supposed to go to Chris Britton first, and he's at the line boy. Uh, anyway, anyway, guys, so thanks a bunch for listening, and we will talk to you next month. Bye!